0: State Radio, Chaz Cook of the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, joined this week by Mr. Ryan Casey. He's back after a quick week of having to take care of the family. I had a little cold going on. And of course, we have producer Bobby holding it down and back on the show for the first time in what, probably two months now, Mr. Brian Fay to talk about mortgage rates because we have seen some positive light finally after all the doom and gloom. How are you doing, Mr. Fay?
1: I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: And so, Faye, we have had an interesting, call it, two weeks in the mortgage industry. What do you see and what are you hearing? Tell us a little bit about that, and then I have some questions for you about some programs.
1: All right, all right. Um, finally seeing some uh, relief in, in the rate in the rate game, let's say. So inflation, as we all know, came down the last couple of weeks. When inflation comes down, the rates come down with it. So we're now looking somewhere in the mid-sixes, which is great considering that we're in the low sevens a couple of weeks ago. So things are, are moving in the right direction. So hopefully inflation will stay low and these rates will, you know, we'll like to see them back in the fives in the next few months. But I guess we'll see what, what happens uh, coming down the road.
0: And so when you mentioned mid-sixes, is that for everyone or maybe someone who is like above a 680 credit score? Are they looking a little lower? Is six, it gets a little complicated
1: because there's something called uh, loan level price adjustments, LLPAs which means um, they give you a basic rate. So your rate's whatever, 6-6, uh, six, six, let's call it. But then there's adjustments, whether if your credit score is below a 740, there's an adjustment for that. If it's a condo, there could be an adjustment, a multifamily, a second home. So those all price adjustments. That's why it's always hard to come up with a, a rate without yeah. looking at, at the scenario. Um, but the better your credit is, the better better your rate can be. And then there's FHA rates, which are always lower than conventional rates. So FHAs, are probably looking in the low sixes. You might be able to squeak squeak out a 599 on the FHA mortgage. Um, sure. But I would say generally the rates are somewhere in the mid-sixes.
0: Wow. So FHA might be able to squeak it just under six. And we, we touched on it just uh, briefly last week. That is a difference of $300 a month in buying power.
1: Depends on the loan amount, absolutely. Yeah. It's a yeah. big number.
0: For the, like, that was for the median price point for the state of Connecticut, which is 368 and yep. change. Yep, yep, yep so right a about a big number, especially from a
1: year ago when they were 275 So right. you went from 275 I mean, some, at one point, the rate was 7 and a half. So to go from 275 to 7 and a half on that price point, it's it's like 700 bucks. I can get you an exact number on it, but it's a big difference.
0: Absolutely.
2: So, Faye, should we be cheering? So what happened was the last, you know, two weeks ago, they dropped the whole point because – Basically the government came out and said, Hey, we did better with inflations, inflation than what we what they were before, right? So gonna be doing worse, right? <laughs> what yeah, right. So is that kind of like the what could happen? Is that like the only way like so if I'm showing a buyer a house, right, and they're like, Well, what do you think about the rates? And I can explain to them, Well, this is the reason why they dropped the point. So you can say it's the elections, you can say that the inflation to a little bit better, but is that really going to be the main factor of what is going to drive? Well, the main factor of now? the
1: increase. Now, again, any there's you know everything affects the rates, right? So it could be, it's not just inflation. So again, we get those questions all the time. What do we think the rate's going to be? No one knows. Like, literally, right. no one knows. So mm-hmm. what I always tell people, listen, if you're comfortable with a 6.6, you'll, you know, and then it, here's the question. Would we more mad, matter, I should say, if uh, you wait a week and the rate goes to seven or you wait a week and the rate goes to six. And yeah, mm. it's, it's it's always that tough conversation because everyone wants to know what are the rates going to do, what are the rates going to do, and no one knows. So two weeks ago, I mean, I, I had no idea the rates were going to drop almost a full point. You know, it's impossible to know that stuff ahead of time. Right. And a lot of times these rates are they're already baked in. So in other words, when the Fed increased the rate, that's uh, 75 basis points a couple of three weeks ago. The rate was already baked in for that. So in other words, rates were going up anticipating that the Fed was going to increase the rate. So a lot of times, you know, the public gets a notice today, hey, the Fed is increasing the rate by three quarters point. I get the phone calls. What are rates doing? What are rates doing? They stayed the same. They basically mm-hmm. didn't move because right. over the week before that, they gradually went up anticipating the Fed increasing the rate. So it is a complicated question, and I don't know how to answer if I'm being honest. It's just what are you comfortable with at this point? I always say, listen, if you lock in today – You can always refinance if they go down, you know, that's always an option for you. So if they do go down to the fives and you're in the mid sixes, you're going to always want to refinance and take advantage of that lower rate.
0: So, Brian, does it have the reverse effect? So if we if we're anticipating the Fed lowering the rates, um, do we start to see the mortgage rates tick down as well, too, or will they go to start to tick up? So no matter what, in anticipation of whenever the Fed's going to vote, we will see a little bit of a downtick there.
1: You should, yeah. Remember when the Fed when the, the Fed's rate was zero, I get those calls. So the interest rates zero? I'm like, well they're not zero, but they're they're heading in the right direction, but they're never gonna be zero. But yeah, that's a good point. So in other words, if they're talking about the Fed's gonna drop the rate three quarters of a point, we'll see the week before the rate slowly tick down, you know, and then again, same thing. I'll get the coin I'll get the call. Hey, did rates drop three quarters of a point? No, they've been dropping over the past week and it's never even to even. Meaning if the Fed drops at three quarters of a point, we're not getting three quarters of a point better. We might get a half a point or, you know, point four percent. So it, it all depends on, on the market and everything else like that.
2: Now, if I get if I had someone on the contract two weeks ago and we're gonna be closing in sixty days and all of a sudden you know, so when they locked in, they were in the sevens and all of a sudden the next day uh, the rate drops to, you know, in the mid sixes, can they take that or are they locked in with that so rate? If you're,
1: locked, <laughs> if you're locked, you're locked. <laughs> yeah. So the same thing, I'll say, Hey, if the rates went up half a point and I went back to him, like, Hey, we locked it at six and a half, but now they're at seven, we're going to put you at seven. You know, everyone wants the better of the two, but if I'm being honest, you're not, you know, you can leave, you can go to a different lender. You can do whatever you like. You're not, it's not like we signed a contract. Right. So it has mm-hmm. happened where, hey, at the time I got you the best rate I could get you, the rates dropped, you get a call from someone else giving you another rate, and they're going to go with the other person. And It does happen. It's just the game. Uh,
0: and Brian, you know, a couple of weeks, ago, actually probably about a month ago now, we started to talk about some different programs that hadn't been talked about in well over a decade, right? We talked about ARMS and 2-1 buy-downs um, and all those different uh, factors that weren't really in the conversation for the last 10 years, are they still something you're talking to people about? Or was that just a kind of impulse reaction to the rates going up, 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 up and up with no sign of them coming back down? I've
1: been talking a lot about the 2-1 buy down. So that's still a popular program. Arms less and less because, again, my feeling with an arm, if you're going to be in the house for 30 years, you can only lose. Meaning if you sign up, if you do a five-year arm and in five years, let's say the rates are 10, well, you are you don't have a choice. You have to Refinance, Otherwise, you're going to be paying all these, you know, it could go higher than 10. So, and if they go down, you're going to refinance anyway. So that's just my opinion on an arm. If you're going to be in the house for three to five years and you're definitely moving, then an arm's good for you. But for the most part, I'm not a big arm fan. Uh, the 2-1 buy-down is a really good program because, number one, the seller pays, you know, the, you're you're baking that in as a seller closing cost credit. Right. And then you could get two points lower on year one, one point lower on year two, and then on year three, you're at the
0: regular rate. This is great information, and we're going to have a lot more of it when we come back here. But we're also going to get into what to expect. To, the cost is going to be to keep the lights on this winter when we dive a little bit deeper into that on Real Estate Radio 949 News Now and Stimulating Talk. <music>
3: Summer's over, but that joint.
0: State Radio, Chas Cook of the One Team at William Ravis Real Estate, joined by Mr. Ryan Casey and our good friend of the show, Mr. Brian Fay of New England Home Mortgage and producer Bobby holding it down in the background, making sure we stay on track and posting all of the valuable articles we have to share with you ninety-four niners out there. So <laughs> All right. So when we uh, went to break, we were talking a little bit about some of the different programs that, you know, kind of shot back into the conversation. Now, you know, arms might have kind of died back down, but the 2-1 buy down is still something very viable. Um, you know, can you break that down? I know you kind of touched on it, but give a little bit more detail for the 94 Niners ers out there. And then I'm curious, with the rates going down, did your phone start to pick up as well?
1: Yeah. And you want me to just break down the 2-1 buy down? Is that what you're
0: talking Two, about? Yeah. The, the exact details and kind of how you could structure that.
1: Yeah, so a two-down buy-down, let's just use rough rates. So the, if the rate was 6.5 today um, and you did a two one buy buy-down, year one, your rate would be 4.5, year two would be 5.5, and, and then year three would be 6.5. And, and the way it's structured is the lender gets a credit from the seller to pay the difference in those interest payments over the two years. So hypothetically, just use the rough numbers, year one by going to 4.5, you save $2,000 in interest. And in year two, you save a thousand dollars of interest. That's three thousand dollars total. The seller pays the lender, the bank, three thousand dollars. So the lender makes their money no matter what, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and that savings is put onto the to the buyer. Now, if you sell or refinance within those first two period uh, two years, the seller will get that money. Uh, the buyer will get that money back. So it's a really good program, especially when the rates were in the mid sevens, mm-hmm. just to save a little bit of money. Um, on those first two years of, of your mortgage payments.
0: And with the 2-1 buy-down, is that available for VA, FHA, conventional, 203K loans? Is it available yeah, across available the
1: board? All, yeah, it's available for all loans. Yep. And okay, it's a so good no, program.
0: Yep. So no matter
2: what you're looking to do. Right yeah. now. Nice.
1: All right. um, to answer your second question, yeah, the phone has been much busier over these past uh, couple of weeks when the rates dropped. So a lot more pre-approvals out there. A lot of my past clients call me back saying, hey, Brian, now the rates are in the sixes. What's my payment going to be for for this house, et cetera, et cetera? So, yeah, it, it has definitely picked up a little bit.
2: Um, how
0: about you, Ryguy? Did your phone pick up a little bit this week? We got a, a
2: little bit. Nothing crazy. Um, not, not too much of a difference. I think the thing is, like and I've always mentioned this before, when we're out showing houses to a buyer, we don't I – I haven't had a buyer yet that says, hey, we're going to stop looking. We might have to come down a little bit more on their price. I think reality hits them when I say, all right, Hey, if you want to put an offer on this house, that's great. Your monthly payments are going to be X amount, X amount for the month. And I'm like, I don't know if we feel too comfortable with that. So we kind of lower, but we're continuing to still look. So I think it's either you're in the game or you're not. However, when you lower the rates, you get more people coming in the game, which there's nothing wrong with that, but there isn't a lot more houses coming on the market either. It is, it's because it's this time of year. You now you got, we got Thanksgiving in a couple of days. You got Christmas, so it's
1: you know. Yeah. it's it's always slower in these you know November, December, January months. But I have been hearing that there's the markets. I could be wrong. There's more houses on the market now.
0: Not uh, in Connecticut, per like the, um, Smart MLS. We were looking at it last week. We've actually continued to see a decline in months of supply and new listings um, since June, and then in September and October, our median sales price went up. Right, okay. the rest of the the rest of the country. There's parts of the
2: country. Yeah, they have inventory. You know, yeah, they're back into a buyer's market. They're yeah, like seven months yeah, worth of inventory right now, and we're at not two point one, maybe. Ah, yeah. oh, okay, that's interesting. It's a little bit. Yeah, that must be what I heard is
1: national news where, you know, yeah, or right. Or I, uh,
0: I actually saw. You know, I had a couple of buyers that I've been working with almost a year now. They when their rates came back under seven. They came back out of the woodwork. It was just, you know, they called. And they're like, hey, Chaz, we really want to go see this house. You know, it looks like rates are back on the downswing. So we may not be ready to jump on this house, but we're ready to get back in the game. So they kind of took a little cooling off period to see what was going to happen and how things were going to play out. So that was very exciting for me is to know that, you know, it's okay to give somebody that break. We talk about it all the time. Sometimes they just need a month to, you know, figure out what's going on or mm-hmm. maybe just to take a step back and watch, right, pay attention to the news. Um but then to come back into the game and you know have a clear mind and be ready to transact in real estate is is promising. Amen. Uh, Bobby, how's your phone been this week? I've been calling you about every day, three times a day. Yeah,
3: my my <laughs> phone's my phone's been blowing up from uh, age and stuff. You you uh, blew it up because we had some uh, viral clips scheduled, you and I, Chaz. That's so right. Uh, dropping Thanks. soon while we're on your Instagram.
0: Speaking Oof. of blowing up, Ah, you know what is blowing up? Our electric bills are about to be blowing up. Bobby, can you throw up that article from uh, WTNH? I can pull it up on my phone.
2: I'll start talking about it. But basically, break it down for us. What is happening starting January first? That is next year. Our electric bill, depending if you have Eversource or you have UI, is going to go up about forty-eight to forty-three percent, depending on what company. Eversource is forty-eight. And then you have... Well, this is what they're asking for. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. This is what they're asking for, right? And I love the fact that next month, not to toot my own horn here, I'm going to have a Tesla coming in. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to beat these gas prices. I'm going to show them who's boss. I'm going to work my butt off, get a get a nice Tesla, plug it in every night, and then drive off on my merry way. Well, this might not be the case. I'm still going to get the Tesla, but probably not going to be saving much money. So you're probably like wondering, okay, well, what is causing... You know, why is the electric company, now, Wallingford Electric is nowhere near this, right? So it's always interesting where it's always the big guys, the big companies asking for all this money. So why do, why, why is all of a sudden these rates going up 40, want to go up 43, 48 percent? And you know what excuses they're using? This whole turmoil in Russia. Russia is causing Connecticut
0: electricity to go up forty-eight to forty-three percent, and just to, just so we're clear, that that forty-eight percent would be approximately eighty-five dollars a month for a person who uses seven hundred kilowatt hours. I don't know how they calculate that. Um, you know, I was gonna like look at my bill for the last couple of months, but um, well, it's
2: easy. Just get your pull up your monthly bill, what it was last month, cut it in half, and then add it to the total, and that's what it would be. So if you were paying two hundred bucks, now you're gonna be paying three hundred bucks on uh, if it's so close to 50
0: percent. It's crazy, and and they try this every year, but it's usually not this large of an amount. And to me, one of the most egregious things about it is that for months now I've been looking, my delivery charge has been at least double, if not more, than what I've actually used. So now it's going to cost them, you know, however much to deliver it to me. But now my usage is also going to potentially double. Yeah. Like, how does that even make sense? Like, well, one, how does it make sense that it costs twice as much to deliver it to me as what I actually use? Yeah, that math just doesn't make sense. And then eighty five dollars a month. So even if I just don't use any more electricity, and now with Christmas, Christmas lights, Brian, you probably close your pool up, right? So that, sure you don't have that bill. But in it today. I hope so. <laughs> wait, wait for the spring, right? When you go to open that thing back up and watch that electric bill jump up, if they get away with this, so where is the justification? You know, if anybody's listening to the podcast out there and they want to drop us a comment with their opinion, I'd love to hear that. But yeah, um,
2: well, I'll tell you what, my my, I'm going to be out. New Year's Eve, you're gonna see me on my ladder ripping off my Christmas lights. If this thing is gonna come because I mean we have all we have more lights in the house right now. We just skip the Thanksgiving. People might be mad listening to it on the radio. Well, there's Thanksgiving, you gotta give it some respect. We just go right for the kill. The holiday's too short. But I think, you know, how this playing into real estate a little bit? Like we're just trying to, you know, like as soon as I see a show a house and people are like, okay, what should we offer? I say, hey, it's your monthly, whatever you feel comfortable with, your monthly payments. And then we figure out what that is. But now you have to consider, you know. The, the facts of electricity, food costs, gas is going up even more. So it's like sooner or later, it's like, you know, people look at the mortgage, but is there going to be a, a, a time where people are also going to have to be like, I can't buy this because of utilities. I can't buy this because of food. I have to pay for this. I have to pay for that. Right. Or are they only going to start looking at houses with solar? <laughs> right. Or, you know, so does this, I mean, we can't really catch a break in this state. You know, like I said, you don't hear anything about Wallingford electric, electricity, which right. for those who don't know, is a very, very cheap. It's the cheapest, um, electric you can buy. And I just missed it by a quarter of a mile where I live. Lucky me. Um, but, you know, o- over time, it's just going to, it just, it's another thing to add and it's going to make People, just going to make it difficult for people to make a decision on a house. Because I think that all the time. There's so many factors that come into when you purchase a house. And we try to tell people, to the best of our knowledge, you know, plan it out so then that house broke and it's just it's just more and more and more
1: hey ryan that's a good question do some buyers ask if they're buying a house do they ask the sellers what their electric bill is
0: a lot of times yeah they they want to know utilities
2: and someone once told me that if the buyer has to ask how much the utilities are (laughs) they can't afford it well so
0: that's a great point i mean what if you bought at the top of your price range at seven percent interest and now all of a sudden three months into owning this house you get your first electric bill and it goes up another hundred dollars i mean like, yeah. you know, and one one thing to kind of point out is this: this conversation happens every year, every December yes, and every June. So the new rate supplies would be in effect from January first, two thousand twenty three, through June thirtieth, two thousand twenty three. Um, the supply chain rate changes on July first or January first and July first of each year.
1: So do you How guys think that they overshot? Meaning, hey, we're going to ask for a fifty percent increase, so we can get a twenty or twenty five percent
0: increase. A hundred percent, and we're going to get to that, yeah, because okay. what they're, they're trying to justify this as a – it's considered a pass-through cost, according to Eversource, which said that the price doesn't generate a profit for the company. Sure. Supplier, <laughs> suppliers generate the electricity, which Eversource then buys and passes to the electric grid. So now we're, we're going to go after like Millstone here and say that they're charging more to generate the power? Yeah, you know,
1: it's, it's, I love when they say they're not making a profit. Okay, then what are you doing it for?
0: Yeah. Right. right. So the CEO of UI goes on to say, we understand that the unprecedented state of the global energy market is having real burdensome impacts on the everyday lives of families across Connecticut. So we are focused on making sure UI customers are aware of and prepared for these rising supply costs and understand the programs we have to help. That is from Frank Reynolds, president and CEO of UI. So he basically just said, we're going to gouge your electric bill starting January 1st, Mm -hmm. but we're telling you now so that you can be prepared for it.
2: (laughs) That's nice. Thank you for the uh, month and a half heads up. And they, you know, I don't know exactly the process of how electricity is produced through these, these, these grids. The, The article mentions that they do use natural gas in order to, in order to produce electricity as well. And they're saying that's affecting the prices. And, you know, I mean, what are you supposed to do, right? So I guess someone could buy a house, and you can see what the bills are, and they'll say, "Well, I would say to them, just don't use as many lights, right?" But you know, you gotta, you gotta live too. So every morning, I have a Nest thermostat. I put my heat on with the propane for uh, sixty-eight degrees, at starting at six thirty, and then it shuts off maybe around like a little bit before eight o'clock, because you have, like, you know, my daughter's waking up. And we want to. You want to enjoy, you have a nice house, yeah. right? You want to enjoy, it. you want to be warm, you don't want to be miserable walking around there with three blankets and a hooded sweatshirt. On. Right. And it's just, it's just getting, it's getting too tough out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely, it's an interesting conversation. And but you when know, do we find
1: out if the hike is going to happen?
0: Uh, Stay tuned. Listen to us on the radio every Saturday at 11 o'clock. Uh, yeah, we will definitely keep you up on it. But Governor Lamont is calling for a meeting, What did he, a special assembly, a, a general assembly into a special session to address the electricity and heating oil costs. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about this. And then we've also got another Thanksgiving draft coming up on the second half of this show, which I hope you are all excited about. We'll also fill you in on how the Thanksgiving side draft went when we come back on Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. It's a bird! It's a plane! It
3: says- a-
0: Welcome back to Real Estate Radio. Chaz Cook of the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, joined by Mr. Ryan Casey and our good friend of the show, Brian Fay of New England Home Mortgage. And producer Bobby continues to sit back there and snicker at us for all of our off air antics. Maybe it's we'll have to share those in a little blue. reel. It's <laughs> the yeah, is better no, no, no. than on air. The off air is definitely no, no, no. You know, we uh, we did touch on Brian Faye's pool though, but we haven't touched on our good friends at Service Station Equipment and Iris Springs Pool Water. So we know here they're not filling up any outdoor pools. But as Ryan made me realize, that a lot of people may have an indoor pool. Brian, yeah. is your pool indoor? That is an outdoor
1: pool, not an indoor
0: pool. That is an outdoor pool. That's good because you don't want to have to heat that with the electric bills the way that goes. Not with those electric bills. But if you do have an indoor pool or if you are already thinking about that warm weather coming in about four months now, make sure you reach out to Irish Springs Pool Water for Mm. all your tank or all your pool needs and service station equipment for all of your oil tank needs. If you have an underground oil tank or if you have one sitting down in the basement that's just looking like it's seen better days and needs to be put out to pasture – reach out to Martin McKinney and the boys and girls at Service Station Equipment. Hit
2: me out really quick. I think what we should do is all of us, we should, you know, maybe later today we put down a couple couple dollars, and I think we should invest into Yankee Candle um, because that's probably what I'm going to be lighting my house
0: with every night and not putting on my electricity. <laughs> I'm basically. We're going. No, to, you know, we going, going Amazon. Money. I'm going to buy a bunch of solar panels, like, and just like hook everything, charge everything in my house. I'm going to get rid of a
2: Tesla and get a horse. Like, basically, we just keep going back and back. <laughs> I a can't horse. afford gas. I can't. I can't use electricity. So I can't
0: I'm, afford interest rates for your house. I'm, you I'm, can't afford you know, your electric bill. I'm going to build myself a house. You know six. what? We are here at the uh, one income, one team office, we have a beautiful yard out there. Maybe we can just build a little tent city. That'd be fine. Right? Get That'd a couple porta johns. What do you think? You think, Boy, I need a Kenny Horton in the... No, the Horton group moving to L.A., Chaz. <laughs> no, we inside the building here because it's the only place we can afford. Uh. Anyways, anyways, let's talk about how the one team did in the last seven days. We had ourselves a great week, closings and under contract-wise, But we did see a week where all of our sellers needed to just kind of recharge, prep for Thanksgiving. Right. And take a little breather. Um, But I do know we have a lot of listings coming soon for the week following.
2: And I'll put it this way. I always say, hey, there's no really bad time to put your house on the mark. But however, you know, you got to keep in mind, too. You know, so if I I might have a, a seller that will go on the market. I know you have one coming on next week, too. What day are you going to put it on? Do you know? Or is it going to be the following week after Thanksgiving?
0: It's going to be the following week. It's going to be the, the
2: following week. So that's what I'm thinking about doing, too. We're getting photos done Monday. Do we want to squeeze it Tuesday and Wednesday and then Thursday? Not is the week it. of
1: Thanksgiving one of the lowest times to put a house on the market? Just because yeah. most it's it's obviously Everyone celebrates traveling.
2: It. Everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, right. too, right? Yep. So um, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think. It's that Friday as well that people have off, and they have the weekends, and people are shopping and putting up their trees and all this
0: other stuff. Right, you got Black Friday. Yeah, you got Small Business Saturday. Then you have, like, the driving day is usually banks, Wednesday. People home are, on closed, Saturday. Right? are closed. Right, banks are closed. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. So.
2: But you know who's not closed? Brian Fay. I probably called him, I think, right in the middle while he was uh getting his second helping of yams, and uh, he told <laughs> me a rate last <laughs> we year. We never close. The weekend Home a mortgage never closes. Never, never closes. closes. <laughs> you can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. There you, you know? go.
0: And actually, we, congrats to you, Brian Faye. A couple of months ago, you just recently expanded your team. You brought in two rock stars to kind of help with the growth that you've been seeing. Even as everyone else was seeing a downturn and laying people off, New England Home Mortgage was growing. It's growing, yeah. yeah who
1: doesn't want to be part of the team, you know? Everyone yeah. wants to be part of New England Home Mortgage, so it was, yeah. it was good.
0: Yeah, that works. is good. And yeah, they've got a lot of great energy. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching them on social media, but they have definitely stepped up their game. So it is exciting to see, it's and we are excited to see New England Home Mortgage continue to grow with the one team yep. at William Ravens Real I Estate. I can't wait to see New England Home Mortgage sponsored by Yankee Candle. By Yankee Candle. <laughs>
2: If that's how we're all going to be. right on All there. right.
0: All right. All right. Let's give the folks what they really want here. Let's give them the one team at William Ravis Real Estates. One week, rewind. We had one price improvement, 10 under contracts, and 16 closing. That one price impl- improvement was on 60 Cowpen Hill Road in Killingworth, Connecticut. It is now listed for $599,000. So if you were looking in the Killingworth area, Maybe this house was just outside your price range. Maybe now it falls right in the middle. Reach out to Emily at One and Company. That price um. is definitely worth it and it's a killing. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> killing worth? Okay. Okay. One.
2: Let's go on our under contract list yeah, in towns where we got houses under contract. They were in the towns of East Lyme, Oakdale, Niantic, Niantic again, Milford, Waterbury, Hartford, West Haven, Middlefield, and Wallingford. And close congratulations to our buyers, sellers, and investors. We close in Niantic. Man, Niantic's popping. New London, Middletown, Waterford, Wallingford, Guilford, Middletown, Branford, East Haven, Middletown, New Haven, Milford again, Derby, Guilford, Stonington, and Madison. So, look, you, your family members tell you, you know, there's Grandpa, and he's grabbing the second helping of mashed potatoes, and he's like, oh, there's no business and deals going on in this market, right? You say, oh, no, Grandpa. And then you pull up, go to the oneandcompany.com, uh, pull up the blog, and show him all the deals that we got done this
0: week. Or if they would like to speak to Ryan they directly, give, and they, they give, give him medication so he falls asleep. <laughs> this isn't. <good. laughs> Anyways, if you'd like to speak to one of us directly, you can reach out to Casey C A S E Y at one dot or Chaz C H A Z at one dot for all of your real estate needs. Open houses—we've got a full docket going on today. Everybody's trying to get them in, get those houses under contract before the long holiday weekend, which we were just kind of touching on, um, which is one of the quieter weekends. It's kind of a nice little built-in holiday for us, um, Thanksgiving weekend coming up. So going on today from 11 to 1, 578 Durham Road in Guilford, Connecticut, and 11 to 1 also today, 88 Sullivan Road in Lisbon, Connecticut. 9 Crescent Bluff Ave in Brantford, Connecticut from 12 to 2 p.m. So just after the show wraps. And 9 Cartbridge Road in Weston Connecticut from 12 to 2 p.m. today, again, just after the show wraps. Going on Sunday, November 20th, 60 Calpen Hill Road in Killingworth, that's the one we just talked about, had that big Cal price Penn. improvement. Calpen!
2: Pen, I heard it was really
0: good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> boom, <Badum-boom.
0: laughs> boom. Anyways, well, like, I mean, we what have, they actually we, care we about we is what's a, going have, on from
2: eleven to one tomorrow. We have All right. a stake in that one too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The stake now. First. I'm gonna. I have to explain. You're on fire. This. <laughs>
0: to stop. We've got another opportunity to check out 9 Crescent Bluff Ave in Brantford uh, tomorrow, Sunday, November 20th from 12 to 2 p.m. And another opportunity to check out 578 Durham Road in Guilford, Connecticut from 12 to 2 p.m. So check out our full listings of open houses. You can head over to the One Team WR on Instagram or Facebook and see what we've got going on and how we are keeping our clients happy with all of their buying, selling, and investing needs. Love it, love it, right guy. Yeah, so basically, like I said, even uh, with
2: the the rates coming down, the low inventory, I mean, we're still making deals happen. You know, Chaz mentioned, you no, know, there's always you can always wait and see what the market does. I just, I, I had a, you know, I had a great quote and I actually forgot it because it was so great. You're too busy was, with the dad jokes. But it was something along the lines of like people who are always looking for a great deal never get it. But yeah. the yeah. people so who are Ryan, aggressive-
1: years ago, how many people waited to buy a house because the market was. You know too competitive. Too hot, too competitive. Right. Those people who waited those two years ago now, the, the prices are higher than they were two years ago and the rates are almost triple. Right. So we never I get it all the time. Like anyone wants to hit the rate at the low like you the only way you can hit that is by accident, right? Right. The, only, the person who locked in at that low rate two years ago at two and whatever. Did it by accident? It just happened to hit it at the right time. There's no way of knowing when the rate's going to be lowest, when the price is going to be lowest. It, it's it's you can just never tell. And those it, people, it, they missed out on it.
0: It goes across the board because Pat Kenny, who's not here with us today, we miss you, Pat. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, He talks about it all the time in the in the stock market, right? Everyone's sure. trying to buy at the lowest point or at the inflection point before <laughs> it starts to turn back up. Sheer luck is the only way to get it. Unless yes. you're like somebody who's like a very serious day trader and like that's what you or do. Or inside or some inside, inside, inside trader. There you go. But, but yeah, ultimately. Never,
1: you can never hit it. And if you do, it's dumb luck. You yep. just yeah. bought it at the right time. Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, I'm we like, can me, I movie. buy it at the
1: wrong time. Right. <laughs> what's the, um, wait, what's the, the Tesla of the Ford of Tesla? What was that stock called?
0: Rivian. I Rivian. bought it at
1: the literally the highest point. I think I bought oh. it. Oh. It got all the way down to like seventeen
0: care. bucks or something like that. Now it's back at like thirty. Nineties.
1: Oh. literally the time I bought it, it just never. It went straight down. Oh man, now that's that's still, but that's don't scary. be fooled,
2: listeners. He's a great. He's a great loaner. He's host. a great loan <laughs> officer. You know? What? No, no, no. Yeah, you know what?
0: You know what? I going to go take
1: off like Tesla. It was up like it was going straight up. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to buy it now for it's like two hundred bucks. Oh, I man, bought it, and it's never. It's
0: terrible. Terrible. But you know what's going to be going down is we are going to have our Thanksgiving dessert draft when we come back for the final segment. We're also going to recap the Thanksgiving side draft, which I'm going to say right now. I'm going to let it out. I crushed Byron in. So right now, Byron is 0 for 2 in drafts. Ryan got him in the Halloween candy. I got him in the Thanksgiving sides. So we're going to see how Ryan, Bobby, and Beef A do in the Thanksgiving dessert draft when we come back on Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. <laughs>
3: Well, I was teaching civics.
0: Real Estate Radio, Chaz Cook of the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, still joined by Mr. Ryan Casey, Brian Fay of New England Home Mortgage, and producer Bobby is going to be making his name on the show by entering our Thanksgiving dessert draft. Just to kind of recap where we were last week, we did the starting five of our Thanksgiving size lineup. Byron took the first pick. I thought he was going to have it right out of the gates. He went with stuffing, right? How can you go wrong with stuffing? Uh, As the draft went on, though, he started kind of crumbling at the seams there, and that's when I really pulled ahead. Uh, So he went stuffing, sweet potato pie, deviled eggs, which we were kind of – is it a meal? Is it an app? You know, I don't – we're kind of back and forth between that I let it slide. I let it slide. That was – what a hero. uh, He did canned cranberries, and this is where he blew his draft, right here on his fifth pick. Creamed onions.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly the point. Uh, my like line, <laughs> my lineup was regular mashed potatoes. Right, they go just like you know uh, stuffing, homemade mac and cheese, fresh cranberry sauce, not the canned stuff, not the gelatin that just pops out and goes, you know, none of that. The log, um, the log, yeah uh rolls because you got to clean your plate right and so what else do you do it with besides some nice rolls and green bean casserole cuz you can mix that with sweet potatoes mashed potatoes stuffing turkey you name it green bean casserole and the the problem is like when you do this
2: draft there's stuff that i like but i know it's not going to get me you know what i mean like for instance, the NFL draft. There might be players you like, but it doesn't feel the need to get you to a championship, right? Like I, like pumpkin pie is going to be up there. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't eat it, but if I'm, but it's probably going to get me votes. Are you going to draft
0: to win, or are you going to draft for what you want to eat? I don't know. I draft to win.
1: You draft to win. Well, oh,
0: okay. Ryan's
1: full fantasy football team are Chargers. That's why he's not <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's <why he's, laughs> his kicker is defense. His, his quarterback, his Chargers. Uh, chargers. And he, he even chargers. picked a center, who's not even a. Yeah, doesn't there, he
2: doesn't he even play. play anyway. He doesn't even play. I found him, and then I got Dan Fouts, <laughs> <laughs> who apparently has been retired for years. I didn't
0: know about it. but So the, the fans voted. I took down the win, 62-38, to 38, Team Chaz over Team Byron for the Thanksgiving side drafts. We're going to do this draft right now. Everyone's going to get three picks, and then we will post it on all of our social media platforms and let you, the listeners, the 94 Niners out there, decide. We randomly decided the order of who gets to go first, and it is our guest, of course, Mr. Brian Fay. So it's going to go like this. It's going to go Brian Fay, Ryan. Bobby, then back to the start. We're not going to snake it like in a fantasy draft. Everyone gets three picks. Your three favorite Thanksgiving desserts. A, what are you kicking it off with? And I mean, why? I got
1: the I got the easiest, the best, the, the winner. It's got to be pumpkin pie.
0: Pumpkin and pie, you know. And are you going pumpkin pie with like Cool Whip on top or just straight pumpkin cool pie? Look, does, cool does that I
2: count? One. I don't. This is my first yeah. time doing these. Yeah, drives, you're doing. Yeah, trust you can me. Say, yeah, trust pumpkin me, no pie. With a There's no yeah. winners yeah. on this yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> No all right. No show.
0: cares on this show. All right, Rye guy, you got to follow up pumpkin pie. Yeah.
2: So you know what? And this is going to get very tough because I was looking online and I don't know what else oh, after this one. You're cheating. Here's the thing. I don't like any kind of fruit or vegetables or anything in my dessert. If I and people do it all the time. People bring over, you know, these little tarts and there's lemon, whatever. I know I don't want that. If I want, I would have that for for something else, not dessert. Dessert's supposed to be sweet. Supposed to be good. Savory. So I'm just gonna go with. <laughs> A regular chocolate pie. Just a chocolate pie.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like you that. Know, I, I might not have get, gone with that with my first pick. But... For Thanksgiving? Okay. 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 All right. And, and well, Thanksgiving and first pick. A little like brave. A little brave, you know, but we'll, we'll see what happens. lovers out there. All right. So we got pumpkin pie from Brian Faye. We got chocolate pie from Ryan Casey. Bobby's going to hit it with a home run here. I can tell by the look and, on his face. I mean, it's...
3: I get, like, is this like you guys are trying to let the young guy win or something, chocolate pie? <laughs> I, I don't even know. Yeah. I
0: don't know, man. Chocolate, like, I don't know. Chocolate, like, I, can I get feel just, like that's a
2: random Tuesday like, dessert, get, not a Thanksgiving I dessert. Get, well, what else is there? Okay, let's see how far we what? get. Before. I guarantee All the right. third round, half of you guys are going to be what? like, ah, oh, candy. All right. Left over. Bobby, what do you got? First pick. It's got to be better pie. than chocolate pie. Apple, Apple pie. pie. The Perfect. classic. Nail. Like, I guarantee you. That more people would vote for chocolate than they're going to vote for pumpkin. People love
3: chocolate. People love chocolate. No one's I, running over. I'm sorry. Oh, there, there are man. few things better on listen, God's
0: green earth than apple pie with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Listen, this conversation right here about apple pie. This first pick, you got to clip it out. We got to post it because I got to have hear what everyone has to say about Ryan and well, let his let me chocolate tell you pie. Let me tell you right, right down the. Aisle remember, this line. is for
1: Thanksgiving this. dessert, not right. desserts in general. Right. This is a Thanksgiving dessert. Yes, Just be clear.
2: Yes. So keep this in mind, though. Like this is what happened last time, Faye. When I did the Halloween candy, I had Tweety oh, and They were like,
1: ah, "What did you <laughs> pick, Ryan? What was your
2: a hundred grand?" No, I didn't pick that. that was By- uh, Byron did a hundred grand? I, I did. did um, oh, payday! 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 payday. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I, cr- I, you know, and let that be a lesson to all the listeners out there. You know, don't don't go what people are telling you. Go with your gut. And I crushed Byron. I took it to him. Mr. Creamed Onions, and <laughs> I, I,
0: bro. I took him to the house. All right, apple pie. Go ahead, Faye. Nobody, nobody is knocking the chocolate Wait, pie. Wait, Chad, we do this? Is back on I, me? Yeah, I'm just moderating. Yeah. So, right, but right. again, nobody is nobody's knocking the chocolate pie pick, just not for a first pick. Yeah. Right. Not Thanksgiving think.
1: pick, right? These are
0: Thanksgiving. That's, all right. Well, let's see what you got to follow it up with. Right. My Mr. number two. I, I'm going
1: to go with the old traditional cheesecake. That's my number two.
0: Ooh, oh man, cheesecake, cheesecake for Brian Faye? Like huh? Everyone likes cheesecake. Now, is this kind of hard to beat? Maybe, you know. Chocolate fruit? I mean, just straight Maybe up a cheesecake. cherry cheesecake. Scary cheesecake. All right, all right, I can get on board with that. That right. that fits into the Thanksgiving theme. You ready? Here no, well, now. Um, here we go. What are you gonna follow up oh, chocolate pie with? Oh, yeah, right? Henry bars. You ready?
2: <laughs> and Neapolitan ice cream. Is like, get what do you got, controversial over here? I'm gonna go with the classic drink, of mudslide. Ryan,
0: I think you should That's
2: just leave the
0: show. I think you a classic. <laughs> think you don't for, God, for, every, three, for all you 94 uh, Niners listening out there, that silence was not because the mics dropped. That was all. And, yeah, just,
2: <laughs> and with the fifth overall pick in the 2022 Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dessert draft, draft, Ryan Casey, Casey takes Cakes mudslides.
0: Mudslides. Right, wait, are they... Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Oh no, they're alcoholic. Alcoholic, alcoholic. mudslide. You all right. this mean,
3: be, so know, be, is this no could chocolate milk if it's not alcoholic
0: at that point. I mean,
2: that'd be chocolate milk, Chaz, and the family's around. Of course, I'm going to get. Uh, all,
0: right. all right, all right, mudslide. All right, oh, okay, all right. Bobby, bring it back, bring, bring it back. Guys okay, right. <laughs> again,
3: there's just low-hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> is no one? I guess I'll do it. Pecan
0: pie. I was waiting for that. Is no one. No one <laughs> is no I gonna next to my list. uh pecan pie. All right, so for the second round, hold on, I gotta give it yes. Brian Faye went with traditional cheesecake, maybe with a little cherries on top. Give him the choice. I like that. That's a solid pick. Ryan goes with well. Uncle's P- gotta, you know, he's getting out of hand. We gotta pump him full of some mudslide. Now slice, remember, yeah? Ryan
1: also has a center of the Chargers as his quarterback. <laughs> this <Right.
0: laughs> <laughs> rebound we actually
1: have to use
2: soon. And Bobby,
0: who is running away with the draft, comes no, in not. with pecan pie.
2: All right. That's what this is what happened last well, time. Oh, buyers running away with red. Oh, you pick pity, and then you know what? Well, we'll let the we'll let the people decide. They're also not spending twenty minutes researching
0: well, like Thanksgiving dessert and head. coming up with mud, oh. po- mudslides. <laughs> okay. I... All right. We've got one more pick. Guys, this is important. It's gonna make or break your draft. That third pick always can, right? We've seen some people be able to rebound and some people totally lose it. Creamed onions lost it. Green <laughs> casserole catapulted me to the front. Right, it's all about this final pick.
2: A GM in football once said that in the sixth and seventh rounds are where Super Bowls are made. Right, because this is where you—that's uh... where
0: the Charger Center went. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Brian, what do you got with your I'm, third I'm, and I'm final Thanksgiving, pick? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's
1: not my dog barking in the background, by the way. Not the oh, here, What but, was that? Um, I'm going to go with for a Thanksgiving dessert apple crisp.
0: Boom, oh, love it. Double-played the apple. Double-played it. Apple. Crisp. High crisp. They're different. Completely yeah, different. I'll definitely different. Definitely yep. different.
1: A little warm. It's going to be It's gonna be there.
0: And then you have, like, the uh, crumbles on top. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, with like like the brown sugar, sugar crumbles. Oh, man. Apple oh. crisp. All, all right. a drop by That is beautiful. I would, I would vote for yours. Uh, I'm just moderating, though, so I am indifferent. But I will oh, I like you know, that. definitely make fun of Ryan for best uh, all day. You know
2: what? I'm going to make a trade here with bobby well, no there's no so went, no went, i'm hold trading on, hold my on. pick so you, this, bobby goes next bobby goes next i'm going to forfeit my trade so he can select and then i'll have the last pick cuz i'm so i'm so
0: all, right. all right he he's got to redeem himself from mudslides we'll 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 jump ahead to I mean, bobby that's fine i'll i'll play
3: ryan's game but i'll do it better espresso martini
2: Oh, oh. So no!
3: Okay, now look at this. who I needs didn't know we're
2: doing alcohol? Like, who needs the after tea? dinner coffee, coffee when you prepo. can hit him with an espresso martini? Uh, do you want to change? You, so you have no, 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 no. And There's no going back. There's no take. No, pens. he can put. He can add a drink if
0: he wants because he didn't know that. Okay, so, so three desserts, pumpkin, and one drink
2: each. Pumpkin pie, cheesecake,
0: apple crisp. I like, like this. Of- three desserts, one drink. So now, Ryan, you have uh two picks, and Brian, you're gonna have one more. Bobby, I don't even know what to do. I don't either. So I guess what I'm just
2: going
3: to do. I mean, these these desserts are all the same. Am I missing? Is there any? I'm oh like, yeah, you're, there's there's one glaring one that you're missing that I'm absolutely going to ruin your day with. Uh, but here's the thing: I can name different ones. It's just like I don't like them. I don't. Are you trying to win the draft? Or are you trying to pick
2: what you like? I'm. I think. I I think, oh, wait. I, think, I think the majority of people like me, and I think they'll like my. Picks. Hold on. Let,
0: let me just let me just uh, shape this up two, so that we, we can have all... two minutes. Oh, so here we go. Are you eating chocolate pie while drinking a mudslide? Um no well in that case I would probably go with
2: whiskey but I don't think that would Okay you want you want do inducing <laughs> okay. You ready? I'm going to go with I got chocolate pie. I got mudslide. Oh. I'm going to go with a chocolate pumpkin mousse cake. Cheesecake it Cheesecake. Does. If you're going to steal it steal it right. Chocolate pumpkin mousse cheesecake. That sounds good. i have that. Now, they you said cheesecake was there a certain flavor of cheesecake? I did cherry.
0: Yeah, you did cherry cheesecake. Is it plain or cherry? Because you could you could just top that. Yours has to be all together. Chocolate pumpkin mousse cheesecake. That sounds delicious. Uh, okay, chocolate pumpkin mousse cheesecake. The most right. eclectic
3: collection of desserts I've ever
0: heard. Oh, quick, sorry. One time, all my right.
3: my wife made a mousse cake for me.
2: I got an antler caught my throat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all all right. right. So before let's finish this before we run out of time. Uh, Brian, so, what's your drink? we now we're we changed it. We're doing three desserts, one drink. That way, everybody's uh, eating. I'm going
1: to go with, I don't know if this is a repeat, but what, an Irish coffee. Can I do that?
3: Yes. I? I'll, we'll allow yeah. it. Oh, Rachel, oh, yeah.
1: What are you getting rid of, though?
0: No, no.
3: He's doing oh, three, well, desserts three desserts. Doing three desserts and a drink. Oh. Okay. you got oh, another I gotta dessert, pick, Ryan. i
2: got to pick a We're running, running out of time. Yeah.
3: So, all right, we hurry a got of minute right. left, pick your last dessert, Ryan. Uh, chocolate chip cookies, because we don't have a lot of time. Oh, I Dang. would just drink cookies, yeah. One, well, see, you got to a specific gingerbread. Uh, gingerbread. Yeah, I th- I didn't good call. call. I, didn't I
1: got a, I, the
3: rookie here. I think I won this draft. <laughs> all right. Real quick. <laughs> have, t- apple pie, pumpkin pie, gingerbread, and espresso martini. You
0: say, guys what are you Irish, 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 Irish coffee. Coffee, coffee. All right. All right. Good. I didn't know
1: we we're doing drafts. Right.
0: Real quick recap. Brian Jeez, Faye, go quick. he went with pumpkin pie, cherry cheesecake, apple crisp, Irish coffee. Ryan went with chocolate pie, mudslides, sure. cheesecake, pumpkin, mousse, and uh, chocolate Chocolate cake chocolate cookies and chocolate cookies Bobby went with apple pie pecan pie espresso martini and gingerbread that might be our winner that's going to do it for our Thanksgiving dessert draft that's also going to do it for us have a very happy Thanksgiving everybody we will be back next Saturday with a fresh episode of Real Estate Radio on 94.9 News Now and stimulating talk
3: on view at GMC students